Hello, healthcare enthusiasts, and thanks for tuning into the Healthcare Beans podcast. I'm your host, James Haven. This is the third episode in the podcast, and we are still laying out the fundamental knowledge on healthcare and health systems and uh, what people should be aware of in order to understand and navigate this uh, complex system. So on to the big question for today, what exactly is good healthcare? Um, and I pose this question for you know, a very specific reason, and it is to help people put down a common, uh, overly simplistic, uh, and ultimately wrong idea of what good healthcare is. Um, so many people think good healthcare is all about having a good doctor. Um, very popular opinion. Um, and this is not true. And I'm going to share a brief story um, that I think will convince you not to put your full trust in a good doctor. Um, so I'd like to talk about my uncle. Uh, he's 73 years old um, with chronic liver disease. Uh, he underwent a triple bypass heart surgery about two years ago, continuously struggles to maintain a healthy blood pressure. Um, he's uh, certainly not in good shape. But my aunt takes great care of him. She stays on top of all of his medications as well as his diet, makes sure he gets regular sleep. Um, so he's pretty lucky in that respect. And to be fair, he lived pretty much all his life on his own terms, uh, eating and drinking whatever he wanted, ignoring exercise. So, so really just living for the fun of it. Um, so he has the health that he worked for, so to speak, and to put it bluntly. Back in August, my uncle contracted COVID-19. My family was pretty disappointed, of course, to hear this. Um, he and my aunt were social distancing in a small apartment in Connecticut. But of course, social distancing is not a guarantee that you won't get sick. Um, and that is unfortunate. And as expected, my uncle developed the usual symptoms, uh, high fever, body aches, and uh, difficulty breathing which of course is the most serious. So it's common knowledge that COVID-19 is pretty deadly for the elderly in particular, especially older people with chronic disease. So we had zero faith that he would ever leave the hospital. Um, our concern as a family at that time was making sure my aunt felt supported um, and really just sort of getting ready and making funeral preparations. That's, that's really where our head was at collectively. So my uncle spent about eight days in the hospital. And during that time, uh, the doctor would keep in contact with us every day, letting us know, you know exactly how he's doing, because of course we could not visit him ourselves, answering all of our questions and, and making sure he gets the care he needs. She treated him with a steroid, it's called dexamethasone. And he started feeling better uh, relatively quickly, uh, where each day was a bit better than the previous day. And if you haven't heard of this drug, it's it's definitely something to look up. The findings are very positive. Doctors are, are currently using this drug in combination with other drugs. And uh, all the major news outlets are reporting on it. So again, it's called dexamethasone. And I have a link in the show notes on my website, um, www.healthcarebeans.com. So you can click on that and, and learn more about it. So again, going back uh, to this doctor, I really can't say enough good stuff about her. She was super responsive, uh, compassionate, and literally brought my uncle back from the brink of death. 
so we have very high opinions of her. There was even an incident uh, where the hospital, someone from nursing administration, I believe, tried to discharge my uncle early at around five days. And we were concerned about that timing, of course, thinking about a 73-year-old with chronic illness, COVID-19. Um, we thought it was too short. So we discussed that with our doctor, and she decided to keep him as an inpatient for three additional days. So again, she was just fantastic. She was really on our side. That's the, uh, the biggest point that I'd like to convey and, and why we're so happy about her. So now here's where things go south for my uncle. Come the day of his discharge, he was brought down to the lobby in a wheelchair. Someone walked him outside, I believe it was a transporter, um, and that was it. There was really nothing else. My aunt wasn't notified that he was being discharged that morning. Uh, nobody called the family to give us a heads up. From our perspective, there was literally no discharge planning. They gave him a mask and told him to walk home, uh, which was four blocks away. So he started walking, and after about two blocks, he began to feel dizzy. So he rested at a bus stop. He had to stop another time, about another minute in, uh, and this time on the curbside. So, so, you know, that's just awful. Nobody wants to see their, their uncle coming out of the hospital and sitting on a curbside. By the time he got home, he was very dizzy and very sweaty and he had even defecated on himself. So really overall, just an awful experience for him. And I kept thinking, you know, how on earth could this happen? How could this happen after hearing about how awesome his doctor was? She, she really, she was really great. And I already laid out the reasons why, why my family thinks that. You know, what if my uncle lived six blocks away instead of four? You know, would he have collapsed on his way home, maybe even died? Um, literally, no, no one knows. Who knows uh, what could have happened to him? So the truth is that there are many, many people involved in delivering good care to my uncle. It's not just the doctor. It, it was never just one doctor, even when that doctor happens to be awesome in all respects. Good health care absolutely depends on an organized health system. Good healthcare is, is really about having a solid care team where everyone knows their role on that team um, and plays their part without fail. It has a lot to do with seamless communication, you know, where all your doctors, and, and that's primary care uh, and the specialists, uh, the nursing staff, the care management staff, discharge planners, transporters, all of these people are sharing the right information about you and at the right time. This is really the crux of good health care. And last but never least, good health care depends on data, on quality data. And that means it needs to be collected accurately. Um, the data should be up to date. Uh, and your data must be accessible to everyone on your care team who needs to know that. Now, I certainly do not mean to downplay the importance of a good doctor. A good doctor is our connection point to the health system. We build a rapport with that doctor. And that helps us build trust in our local health systems. And of course, the more people trust their local health systems, community health will naturally improve. But we have to appreciate the complexity of healthcare overall, thinking about disease prevention programs, thinking about emergency care, hospitalizations, that's acute care, uh, post-acute care and rehab, and how all the nurses and, and care management staff um, interact with each other and impact our experiences in these settings. 
All right, so here is the main takeaway for this episode. If we don't put our full trust in a good doctor, what exactly should we be doing? So I would say definitely keep an eye out for disorganized staff. This is key. Um, For example, is anybody on your care team forgetting important details on your health condition? Did someone from your doctor's office actually call you when they said they would? That's a big one. Did the drug prescription order reach the right pharmacy at the right time? So these are the kinds of questions uh, that demonstrate how organized uh, your doctor is, how organized the clinic is, how organized is your health system. Another great question, are you filling out the exact same paperwork or providing the same data during consecutive visits with your doctor or with your provider? This is a clear red flag of a broken data system. They're not collecting it properly, they're not sharing it properly, and it's not going to help you in the best case, could even hurt you in the worst case scenario. If you find that your healthcare is being delivered in a disorganized way, you know, be prepared to find a new doctor. If you find lapses in any respect, in terms of how your care is delivered, just find a new doctor. And remember, even if you like your existing doctor, do not tolerate disorganized care. It's really not worth the risk. You can always find a good doctor through recommendation websites, you know, like healthgrades.com, or, or by simply asking your friends for a recommendation. And for my last point today, whenever you're going through these doctor recommendation websites or, or apps on your phone, like healthgrades, always review the full doctor profile. Um, So you can find a doctor with a great overall satisfaction score um, who also has serious disciplinary actions on his or her record. It's quite possible to see this. Um, And it's very easy to miss this information when using a mobile device in particular because all the bad stuff on these doctors is tucked away way far down at the bottom of their profile pages, which means you would have to effectively keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to get down to it. So do yourself a favor and read the full profile when deciding on a new doctor. As always, thank you for listening to the Healthcare Beans podcast. Uh, Please leave a review and share your thoughts. Um, Also check out the show notes for this episode on www.healthcarebeans.com. Um, I include some links if you want to dig deeper into the episode's background content. Um, I'm your host, James Haven, signing off. Best wishes and God bless. 